you know, this past weekend we had our men's group and, and Pastor Danny shared a, a really powerful message. And, you know, and, and we, we have a saying, what happens in the men's breakfast stays in the men's breakfast. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, to kind of use the pastoral. It was a great message. It was a great message, encouraging. And I believe it's a word that, that we all need to hear about how we walk and we, we live a life of just unto the Lord. I don't want to say too much about it because we may have him share that one day. And, but this, you know, as I was leaving yesterday, I was praying and I was like, man, Lord, you know, what, what? And this is what I heard. My spirit, I just heard this. I heard, what does it taste like? What does it taste like? I said, Lord, and I kind of knew where he was going with that whole, I'm pretty sure you guys are kind of have an idea. But it's like, what does it taste like? And the Lord said, your fruit. What does your fruit taste like? So this morning, we're going to, I want you to self-evaluate yourself. This is not, I want, this is, we, we get to reflect on ourselves because that's what I do. As the Lord speaks to me, I'm like, Lord, I, for myself. But what does your fruit look like? If somebody were to take a piece of the fruit that you have today, would it be delicious or would it be bitter? So we're going to turn to Galatians this morning. Let's turn to Galatians 5. We're going to start in verse 22. This is going to be a very simple message, but I feel like, like this is one that the Lord wants us to talk about this morning for whatever reason. Holy Ghost. Shock a donkey. <laughs> we haven't shocked a donkey in a while. Come on. So the whole thing about shocking a donkey is like sometimes in the glory, there's no words that can express what you feel. So you just kind of make up things. Oh, shock a donkey. God, glory to God. You know, so it just happens like that. We're not shocking no donkeys for real. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to start in Galatians 5, verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These are the fruits of the Spirit. Against such there is no law. And those who are in Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desire. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. I think that's a key part, walking in the Spirit. And we're, we're probably going to get back to that in a little bit. So the question that we ask ourselves is, is how do we walk in this? How do we walk in the fruits of the Spirit? So what we're going to do, we're going to have to look at Jesus to be the model, right? Amen. Jesus is the model that we look at for walking in the Spirit, walking in the fruit. 
Jesus' entire ministry was categorized by what? His love. Jesus' whole ministry was about love. Love for the people, love for the sick, love for the lost. His whole ministry was about love. And the greatest demonstration ever of that love was when he sacrificed his own life on the cross. Jesus, who was a divine being with the Father, sacrificed his heavenly power and glory to become a human being and subjected himself to the painful humiliation, suffering, and death, and for the sake of mankind. Let's turn to Philippians 2. And we're going to read verses 5 through 11. Verse 5 says this. Let this mind be in you, which also in Jesus Christ, who was being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to equal, be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant, and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God has also exalted him and given him the name of which is above every name. And that name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and on those on earth and of those under earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God our Father. You see, in John 1, it says that in the beginning, God, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was the beginning with God. Jesus is the Word made flesh, John 1, 1, John 1, 14, and the word was made flesh, and he dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, and the glory as of the one begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. God is love. Jesus came, and he is love. So we're going to talk about some of the, the gifts, and, and I promise you we're not going to be long today because I know we got to eat. Everybody wants to eat. <laughs> But let's talk about long-suffering. The Greek translates long-suffering as patient and endurance. We see Jesus displaying this fruit throughout his ministry while he was here on earth. In 1 Timothy 1.16, Apostle Paul reads this. I was shown mercy so that in me, the worst of sinners, Jesus Christ might display his ultimate patience. Even while suffering, listen, even when Jesus was on the cross, how many of you guys have seen the passion? And I cry, we, even if I, and it says that it doesn't even do justice. The Bible, it, it, it speaks about that Jesus is inside, his, his organs were literally Falling out of his body. 
That's the torment that he went through, that his body parts were coming out of his body. And you would, I mean, think about that. That's how badly he was beaten. And even in that moment when Jesus is hanging on the cross, come on, listen, even in that moment, Jesus displayed his patience and his love. And he says this in Luke 23. He says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. As he watched them dividing his stuff, can you imagine? Gosh, I don't know, man. We as humans, we you, you say something about us, say, yo, bro, what's up? Yeah, come on, those fighting words. Right? Come on, come on. Jesus is the model. We look at kindness. This is another fruit that Jesus' ministry displayed. Apostle Paul speaks about this fruit in Titus. You can find this in the Titus 3, verses 4 and 5. I'm just going to read it for the sake of time. But it says in verses 4 and 5, But when the kindness of the Lord our God, our Savior, toward man appeared, according to his mercy, he saved us. He saved us through the washing of the regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit. Come on. Jesus is the model. His kindness, his goodness. The Bible speaks about goodness. When Peter summarized the ministry of Jesus in Acts um, 1038, and Jesus, regarding his supreme sacrifice, referred to him as the good shepherd who gives his life for the sheep. That's his goodness, guys. Come on. Some of us, can, can I just, I'm just going to say transparency alert. I'm just going to use myself. Sometimes I'm not very good. Sometimes I get to a place in my mind where I'm like, I can struggle. Right? We call, what do we call it? The struggle bus, right? I get on the struggle bus sometimes. Where, where I, I, I'm not very good with people. Sometimes people get on my nerves. But we have to move in the gifts, of, I mean, in the fruit of the Spirit. Because Jesus is the model. We can't go around saying, Holy Ghost, Jesus, you're such a good God. But everywhere I go, I'm ugly to people. Come on, you know what? That's, that's one of the biggest turnout. Listen, that's part of my story. I grew up in church. And the reason why I hated church was because of all the hypocrisy. Oh, brother this and brother that. Oh, you're so good. But then go to church, hallelujah, you're doing all this stuff. And meanwhile, when you're at home, you're a total jerk. You're talking crazy to your kids. Your kids see the husband and wife fighting. And then what happens? And then you want your kids to follow Jesus. 
Well, I don't know why my son doesn't want to serve the Lord. Well, maybe it's because your son sees how you act and you're a so-called believer. See, if we walk in the, in the fruit of the Spirit, Jesus will be our model. And I'm not saying we're going to get right all the time. We're going to make mistakes, and we're going to fall. But his mercies are new every morning, guys. Every morning. So his goodness. We should show the same fruit that Jesus showed. Jesus not only displayed it, but he lived it. <laughs> That's what he do. But not only did he live it, but he also made it possible for you and I to live it. Like, really? As true followers, he expects us to abide in him and to bear much fruit. Let's turn to John 15. I'm going to read in verse 4. Abide in me, I knew, as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you. Unless you abide in me, I am the vine and you are the branch. And he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch, and he is withered. And they gather them, and they throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words, my words will abide in you. You will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit so that you will be my disciples. Come on. So if you're not bearing fruit, I don't know. It says, don't get mad at me, but it says, bear good fruit so that you will be my disciple. So if you're bearing bad fruit, you can't be a disciple of Jesus. I didn't say it. You see, if, if Jesus is abiding in us, everything that comes out of us should be Jesus. If, 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 I, if he lives inside of me, come on. If he lives inside of me and I'm squeezed, that should come out of me. What's coming out of you today? When you're at work and you've worked a 12-hour shift, you've been there seven days already? And you come home, and you're tired, and your wife asks you to do something, or your kids ask you to do something, how are you responding? Man, I'm guilty. I don't do seven days and 12 hours. But there's times that I'll I tell my wife, leave me alone! Leave me alone.
low woman. <laughs> Don't talk to me. Doesn't make you right. She's a daughter of the king. I'm just being honest. We have our bad days. But listen, if, if we're not displaying the good fruit, we can't be disciples of Jesus. That's why it says in the word, you will know them by their fruit. You know what? I, you can look at somebody. I'm just going to say, whoa, Jesus, okay. You can look at somebody's children and you can tell the fruit of the parents. When the kids are disrespectful to the parents and they do whatever they want to do, that's a fruit of the parent. If your house is in order, if your house is in chaos, that's a fruit of what you're allowing in your house. Right? I got, I got a problem. I'm just going to be honest. Man, I'm going to be transparent again. I have a desk in my house. And I cannot keep that desk clean. Am I? <laughs> I'm telling you guys, it doesn't matter how long I try. My desk looks crazy horrible. And I'm not... I'm not just talking with paperwork. It's like, oh, God. It's horrible, man. My, I came home the other day. My wife had my desk clean. I was like, whoa, thank you, honey. Like, what did you do? But that's a fruit of me being lazy and I clean my desk. I don't know what you said, but it was funny, I think. But it's a, it's a fruit of me being lazy and not cleaning my desk. So if I don't clean my desk, that's going to be what's going to come out of it. I think you understand what I'm saying. Uh. So I ask you a question, guys. What does your fruit taste like, people around you? Does it taste like the Lord. You know, it just seems like I've, I've noticed, and, and I'm just going to be honest, I've seen people that are dealing, that, who are very highly anointed in the prophetic, they're very, very uh, gifted. The Lord is giving them gifts and, uh, and anointed to, to flow in the prophetic and they can see in the spirit. But oftentimes, you see these people and they have the worst attitudes. They have the worst attitude. I, I've been able to travel all over the world and, and, and I go to these meetings and, and I get to go to the other rooms where the green rooms are, where the ones where they have a private room where they got the nice cheese and the little strawberries and, you know, that kind of green room. And I'm in those back of the green rooms and, and I, I, with people that you see on TV. And I'm in these rooms and I'm disgusted by what I see. Because 
the fruit that comes out of them isn't the Lord. We can't walk around making our faces and then get and expect people to, to see the Jesus in us. If I was if you were to see me down the street at the local nightclub drinking all kinds of beer and dropping some 40s and, and doing all this kind of stuff, and hey, I saw Pastor Pete at the local bar. Man, he was blitzed. And then you see me come in the next service. Hallelujah, saints. How are you guys doing this morning? You're going to be like, bro, get off of there. To much is given, much is required, even in our walk with the Lord. Men, in your families, with your husband, with your, with your wives, what are you showing your kids? What are you showing your wife? What are you showing your husbands? First Chronicles 29, 17 says this. Uh, I know, my God, that you examine my heart and rejoice when you find integrity. You know that I have done all things with good motives, and I have watched your people offer their gifts willingly and joyously. One of the, the most rewarding things you can do, and it says it pleases God's heart, is when you walk in integrity. I remember when we, we, when we first launched our ministry, Radio Air Jesus, many, many, many years ago, we had pastors and leaders from all over the nation, all over the world, wanted to be a part of our ministry. We want to be on the radio with you guys and, and, and listen. And they would pay to be on the radio station, the radio network. But before they would even get to that point, we would do a rigorous interview process. We were, listen, I'm not, I'm not, we were on their Facebook pages. I was looking at them. We were watching what movies they were watching. We were, listen, because we said we would never do anything that would jeopardize the character and the nature and the integrity of what God was trying to do in that moment. And I'm going to tell you what, that's the same way we need to be right now in our families, in our walk. Never anything that would jeopardize the integrity and the character of the Jesus inside of you. The Jesus inside of you. So we go back to the, the fruits. Love. Do you carry love? And these are just questions I want you to carry. And just Do people know you by your love? You know, I can, I can, I think of Brandy. I can think of Brandy, and the first thing I think of Brandy is, man, she loves. <sighs> She's a lover of the Lord. And she goes around people, it's like, man, I just, you, it, it comes out of you. And that's why when you're, when you're, oh, Jesus. That's why the enemy's always after your love walk, Brandy, because you love so hard. Do they know you by your love? 
Or do they know you as that Bible-thumping person that goes to church and you're beating everybody on the head? Well, you need to turn your life around, brother, or you're going to burn in hell. Do they know you by your love? We talk about joy. Joy is another fruit. Are you joyful? Are you joyful? Come on. You know those people that walk around. Sometimes they get annoying. Can I, listen, I'm just being, like, can you stop being so happy? Right? Only when you're in a bad mood, right? You're like, man, brother, so-and-so. I mean, they're always full of joy. It makes me sick. <laughs> but listen, we so, we're supposed to be full of joy. How can we be lovers of Jesus if we're always mad? Right? How we got to be joyful. Right? Mm. Is joy evident in your life? Or do you walk around like a victim? Well, my job, they want me to do this, and my boss is that, and you know, I don't have enough money to pay this this month. And, and you walk around just kind of, woe's me. What was that donkey? Need the food? Well, Eeyore, you know. Right? Man, y'all are old, right? <laughs> All the kids are like, what's Winnie the Pooh? <laughs> what about faithfulness? I'm almost done, guys. I promise. What about faithfulness? <laughs> Bart. Are you faithful in stewarding people? Are you faithful in stewarding relationships? Are you faithful in all areas of your lives? We've already done offerings, so are you faithful in your giving to the Lord? Are you faithful in your finances? This is all part of walking and integrity. Self-control. Are you angry? Are you always depressed? Yeah, bad thoughts. You are a tree that is planted in this region. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. Every one of you is a tree that is planted in this region. When I say region, I'm talking the planet Earth, man. I'm talking Ohio, right? Wherever you're from, you are a tree that is planted. And there is a generation of people that are suffering right now. Can they eat from your tree? Can they eat from our tree this morning? Will they walk away encouraged? Come on, listen, let's be real. Will they walk away encouraged? Will they walk away feeling renewed and they feel strengthened? When they eat from your fruit, what will it taste like? Will it be delicious 
or will it be rotten? Will it be the goodness of God? And I'm going to close with this scripture. And it comes out of Psalms 34, verse 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And blessed is the man who trusts in him. Amen.